What's up, everybody? Welcome to WJMS Radio. This is your girl, Jams. I've got another episode of Inside Brooklyn Commons. For those folks that don't know, Inside BKC is an in-depth spotlight at all of the creatives working right inside the Brooklyn Commons spaces, both in Flatbush and in Bushwick, Brooklyn, New York. Each person that we bring on does something different and brings something new to the table. So for today's guest, I have Bobby of the Av YouTube series. Really, really excited. He looked familiar for some reason. I couldn't figure out why. And then I realized, oh, girl, maybe you saw him on YouTube. Like, he's kind of famous. <laughs> <laughs> like Google me, <laughs> but no, Bobby. I'm so excited to have you on the show this afternoon. You know, welcome and how you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so why don't you give the audience a little bit of a description of what you do for the AV and how you came to be in the Brooklyn Common Space? Okay, so I'm a writer, director, born and raised in Brownsville, Brooklyn. Started the AV on YouTube, end up on Amazon Prime with over 20 million streams to this date. I uh, was covered by Pix11 News on the day that I graduated from Brooklyn College, which was last year, and I found my way to the Brooklyn Commons area through an amazing publicist slash producer, Tracy, who got me connected, and we came here in J January to sh shoot some amazing scenes, and it came out amazing. Like, people are contacting me, asking me, where did you get that location? I need the hookup. I'm like, <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll see. So that's that's um, how we made our way to, to the Brooklyn Commons. Commons uh, area, which was fun. We had a great time, and it was a lot of positive energy that day. Yeah, and you know what's great about this space is, I, you know, I've said this every time I come here, I find a new little corner in here mm -hmm. to, like, take a selfie in right. or to, like, just take good content because there's so many, like, you know, not hashtagable, but just so many picturesque areas in this space mm -hmm. that are really great and really good for creative juices right. to get flowing. Um, so in terms of the, the YouTube series, when did you get started and how? Well, I started, um, started in 2015. I was a junior in college. Uh, wait, wait, wait. You started in 2015 and you already have 20 million streams? Yeah, on Amazon. Excuse <laughs> me. Excuse me. Okay, that's what's so up. Go we, ahead. So we started, I was a junior in college. I wanted to create a, a series. I didn't want to wait for the opportunity. I wanted to create the opportunity. So I was like, okay, I'm going to gather my resources in film school, gather my friends, gather a few actors, and we just came together and created a show. We started on YouTube in 2015 and then... Um, um, we went to FUBU TV, which they had distribution with Verizon Files and Amazon Prime. So that's how we got connected to Amazon Prime. And from there, we left FUBU TV and we just stood on Amazon and built our following from there. And then a year, a year later, Pix11 News reached out to me. They said, we want to do a cover story. I said, okay, let's do this. And then once that went out, like, it's, it just... Took over. It just took over. Yeah. So everybody loved the app, and I cannot wait because season two is now streaming, and we're getting a lot of positive feedback from season two. They see the growth, and that's one thing I'm not afraid of as an artist is to show the growth. So they'll see the difference from season one and then season two, and they'll be like, okay, you guys are on to something. So talk a little bit about what the app is actually about. For people, I mean, you've got 20 million streams, so obviously somebody knows what it's about. Right, right. But for maybe the, the four or five people left in the United States that are living under a rock who don't know what the app is about, why right. don't you give a little bit of a description about what the YouTube series is and what you guys kind of cover? Okay, cool. So basically, the app, um, independent streaming on Amazon, is basically, I call it the heartbeat of Brownsville. Uh, it centers around a group of entrepreneurs who are rising, who are trying to rise from the poverty of Brownsville, Brooklyn. They're going through a lot of personal situations like generational curses, infidelity issues. We talk about the Black Lives Matter movement all in one because I felt like, again, these are issues that not only we're facing as, you know, African Americans, a lot of people are facing 
uh, in today's society. So I wanted to make the show predominantly based in my neighborhood, but make the stories universal. So again, that's why I call it the heartbeat of Brownsville. It's my letter to Brownsville and to a lot of neighborhoods out there that you know what we go through, what we face in life, we can overcome. So you will you'll see these characters go through the trials and tribulations, but you'll leave. You know, you, you'll try to figure out how can they overcome these mm-hmm. issues. So it's a lot of life lessons, a lot of you know craziness that that's going on in the show. Yes, we do have drama, but <laughs> at the same time, people walk away with. People walk away starting a conversation or ending a conversation and make sure they're starting a new one to keep that dialogue going. Okay, excellent, excellent. You said season two is coming up, right? Yeah, season two is actually out right now. We um, we streaming episode four today, actually. It's streaming on Amazon Prime today. So we have two more episodes left until the crazy season finale, which is released in two weeks from now. So, yeah. So, wait, crazy season finale. Is this, this? you said it's based on, you know, real life mm-hmm. issues, right? Mm-hmm. So, what you got going on that's going to be crazy? Uh, well, you I can't, can't tell? I can't oh, tell. On, let me get the exclusive. But, <laughs> hey. I can't tell, but I will say this. Um, definitely binge watch on season one, season two on Amazon Prime. So you can definitely catch up with the characters. Again, I, I threw something in there, infidelity. So mm-hmm. just... Okay, you so know, that's a little nugget. Okay, little nugget. all right, I that all right, and, I you got know, you. So it's a lot of twists and turns, <laughs> a lot of craziness that people love, but they love it. You know, they, they, they tune in, and I'm like, I'm so grateful to create a world that people are tuning in, people are having a good old time watching, and it's leading us to so many opportunities, which is great. I bet, I bet. So in terms of, you know, the show itself, how long does it take for you to record a typical episode? Like, what's the recording process like Well, it depends on the budget. Like, season one, we, again, was still learning being in film school so we filmed the entire summertime the yeah. entire summer uh, and I was like I'm not doing that again uh, <laughs> you know in Brownsville filming but it was just us learning as far as season 2 is concerned I took a different approach because I wanted I based season 2 um, scheduling around the actors mm-hmm. so for example um, one actor uh, played the character Ed, his name is Steven Fernandez I knocked all of his scenes from episode two to episode six in three days. So scheduling like every scene of his. So again, that's a challenge because we have to make sure continuity is on point. Mm -hmm. So for all you don't know what continuity is, it's like we have to make sure like every scene matches. So it can't pieces together. So one person can be wear a blue shirt, the next thing you wear a green shirt, they're gonna be like, what just happened? What just happened? (laughs) You know. So we had to make sure that. So, but um, other than that, I, I really enjoyed working like that because it gives the actors, you know. They come in, they're ready, ready to go. They knock, they knock their scenes out, and then that's it. We're done with done with them for the season. So I really, I'm gonna stick to that schedule um, moving forward for season three, uh, which we start back filming by the end of this year. So yeah, that's exciting. It is. I can't wait. Did you have any idea that your web series was gonna become this major and become this sort of like a life changing thing for you? I saw it. <laughs> I, I, I saw I did I honestly saw it but you know when you go through like trials and tribulations and ups and downs oh my gosh, you, you yeah. know it's like it knock you off your feet and I'm like is it really worth it and then <laughs> at first but you look back at the hard work because honestly for me as an artist you know if when those moments happen and they they do happen we're all human beings I look I look back to the seven year old boy who wanted to who wanted to make movies. Yeah. And I was like, I cannot let him down because if I stop then he's gonna be upset. So I'm like, I'm just gonna continue to 
continue, continue to keep going and learning and growing and know that once I set the seeds, the foundation will prosper. So I, I just have that mentality to this day and just constantly learning every day. So I realize that this series probably takes up a lot of your time, but mm-hmm. do you have any plans to expand to other series and other things or have mm-hmm. any maybe spinoffs of the show and, and do other stuff? Yes. I actually stepped out of my comfort zone and oh. created another series. It's titled Single Man Problems. It's a <laughs> comedy. Okay. And it's about an insecure young man who catfishes his way into finding love before Valentine's Day. So it's totally different from the Av. Yeah. Everybody's like, where did this come from? I said, honestly, this story been with me since I was a freshman in college. Yeah. But, you know, you put stuff aside to let it, you know, uh, when that when the time is right, time is right. But the time is right now. So that series, which is not out, by the way, it got selected into the New York Latino Film Festival hosted by HBO. Okay. So HBO's behind so that. So you're doing big things over they here. So that I was like, okay. <laughs> and, you know, also... That show in the app season two has been selected into the Globe uh, Web Series Television Festival out in Los Angeles. So That's great. August is going to be a crazy month, and I can't wait. Crazy in a good way, though. And crazy, crazy in a good way, though. It's not going to be like, oh my gosh, no, it's going it's to be fun. So how did you come across the actors that you have in the series? Were there people that you had grown up with, that you've known for a while? Did you have auditions? Are you looking for new actors for the series or anything like that? Like, talk, talk to us a little bit about staffing for the, the web right, series. Right, right, right. So um, as far as the cast um, is concerned, you know, me being at that time, I was going to a lot of film festivals. Yeah. You know, networking, learning, seeing projects. So I saw them on, I saw them in different projects. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to work with you. I'm going to work with you. I don't know when. I don't know what. But, but it's gonna, get, it, yeah. uh, we're going to work together. So we kept in contact. That's why I tell a lot of people, build those relationships, you know, because it's very important. You just never know when the time will be right for, you know, the relationship to prosper and to work on a dope project. So from there, I just gather everybody together. I put, uh, we had a table reading and we uh, definitely clicked and mm-hmm. I knew, like, all right, this is my cast. Perfect. Um, of course, season two, we had, we, they auditioned. Yeah. Uh, but we had auditions for season two, and everyone just wanted to work on the project. As far as staffing for crew, my amazing producer, Mika, been, she's been down with me since we were juniors in college. My friend Tariq, my friend David Dickerson, we editor, DP. Is this, again, those resources, pulling those people together. Like, okay, I got a script. What you good at? Sound? All right, you're going to do sound. You're going to do editing. You're going to do producing. You're going to do DPing. Yep. So that's how we all came together. So it was definitely a labor of love, I will say, because a lot of people loved the story and a lot of people understood where we were where we where we were coming from and what we wanted to do and what we wanted to pursue. So from there it's just you have to have the heart for it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have the mentality of, okay, we I'm not getting paid, but I see something here. Yeah. And I'm gonna be there from the beginning. Once you be there from the beginning, once you get to the top, it's gonna feel like wow, we actually did it because we kept going and we didn't lose focus. You know what's funny? You hit on something a few seconds ago when you talked about how you were at these events, these you know film festivals and things like that, networking. And I feel like 
the art of networking is lost on a lot of people, especially mm-hmm. this generation. Like people go yes. into networking with this idea like, all right, what are you going to do for me? All right, right, what are you going to do for right. me? Networking is more than that. Networking right. is sometimes you go into a networking event and you don't find anybody there who can do something for you, but you mm-hmm. may be that resource for somebody for, else. Exactly. And it's your responsibility as a networker to, who's serious about networking right. to be that resource, and you know, and realize that, that you may not get anything exactly. out of it. But somebody may, you know, be looking up to you for that, for that connector, for whatever. But right. you know, you hit on that point, and I just—it's—it's it's funny because it's just such a lost art nowadays. People mm-hmm. just—they go into networking with just this one-sided. Like, okay, what, what can you get for me? And yeah. It's like, no, we don't need that. Or they go in, you know, to like the panelists, and they're like, "All right, I gotta bum rush everybody to get to that person." I'm yeah. Like, like Issa Rae said, your network to you know to the top you network across you yeah. know who can we build like we all in we all you know in this field together who like how can we now I won't say use each other but how can we learn from one another you leverage your differences you know? with one another you exactly. know like you just said whatever somebody's good at if you're good at this thing you fill that role right. if you're good at that you fill that role that's how you leverage the differences exactly. and work good as a team exactly. but it's like you you put that team together until you're so big that people can't ignore you anymore mm-hmm. because when you're just one person throwing a pebble at a, at a window right. nobody's gonna notice it right. when you got 15 people right. throwing a pebble at a window okay wait a minute wait, I just what, heard what's something what's going on like, you know who, what I mean? going on out there people exactly. have to pay attention when you're large like that so mm-hmm. I you know it's very, very smart, and I, th- I feel like you have a very good sort of grasp on how that works. Thank you. Thank <laughs> so. you. I appreciate it. So back to the series. Yes, uh, yes, bring, yes. Let's bring it back. Way back. <laughs> so what made you come to the Brooklyn Commons to do the work in the first place? I mean, of all the places that you could record, of all the places that you... I mean, Brooklyn is... Be- I mean, there are some bad-looking parts of Brooklyn, don't get me wrong, but there are some really picturesque and some real photogenic areas of Brooklyn, including you know where you grew up at. Mm-hmm. So why Brooklyn Commons? What was it about this place that stood out for you that made you say, I want to film my, my show here? It was honestly the 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 look of it. And it was like my walk into the building, it was just a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Like I was like, wow, this is, number one, I'm like, okay, all right, I'm now finding out about this. This is amazing. <laughs> yes, I'm here for it. However, <laughs> when I just walked in, it was just like, it just gave off artistry. It gave off you're welcome here you know it's like it was a bit like a teddy bear and grabbing you in and (laughs) hug you like you're welcome here and it's like be creative there's no limits be creative make it happen so that's how I felt that's how the entire team felt when we walked in like we took so many pictures (laughs) it was a lot of pictures that we took because it was like wow this is everybody was like did you get like what is going on it's like a new <laughs> world when we walked in mm-hmm. you know but a world that we can be creative we can be free and we don't need to worry about anything you know and that's why I chose this to film here okay excellent yeah I always ask folks why they came here like what was it about this building and I say it every time I, I have a podcast that as soon as you walk in the door you're like oh mm-hmm. oh snap that's kind of dope though mm-hmm. like you know, it like, grabs your attention yeah, like, you're like oh like even oh, the paint like as yes. the paint is like dripping and stuff like that even that has a unique look it's and like, there's tons wow. of this like pop culture art throughout mm-hmm. the space which is amazing. amazing and then I was saying you know to the folks that I was talking to on a previous episode that there's so many like almost hashtagable and like you know like selfie perfect mm-hmm. spots in this building with like right, just different right, things right. around you like uh you know what I mean so it inspires creativity and inspires it you to to do your best work here mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so I definitely feel that I 100% feel yes. that so in terms of the the ab we're on second we're on second season right season now third two. season's coming at the end of the year you got another one that's rolling out <laughs> what else do you do aside from you know the web series is there other things that you do creatively besides what this is so when I, besides the websites, I, I am currently write, I'm a writer. So I currently write, I'm writing a feature film right now. I'm a psychological thriller. Oh, uh, okay. It's gonna be crazy. And then 
executive producer and producing other people's projects. And also, uh, I'm in I'm in the talks right now to become um, a mentor at my old high school for film for film students because th- that's how I started. Yeah. I was in high school sh- filming videos, editing. I was like, okay, something here, but. I always feel like representation matters. Mm-hmm. So when people see one person who came from the same background and, and it, 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 that person is doing it, it's like, well, I can do it as well. Like, I kid you not, when we were filming the Ave, my I have younger siblings. So after we filmed the show, they were recording, filming their own little movie and editing it on their <laughs> phones and nice. saying, do you like it? I'm like, yes. And they started their own YouTube channel and they build it. So I'm like, if we can do that just in our neighborhood, imagine how many people are watching and they ask, "How old are you?" And I'm like, "Well, turn just turn 25." Birthday was yesterday. Oh, so young. <laughs> so you know, so, <laughs> so I was like, "Oh my God, you're so young. You're doing it. You're not waiting." I said, "This is not the time to wait. This is the time to create because there's no, you know, there's no limit on creativity in this generation. Like, there's no okay. I have to go in one way into the industry. Yeah, actor, writer, producer, line producer, like." Again, creating that team and say, we're going to create our own production company. Yep. We're not going to wait for the big studios to say, the studio's going to come knock on us saying, how are you guys doing this? How can we help? <laughs> yeah. How can we be involved? How can we be involved? You know, that's how Issa Rae got on. Yep. That's how a lot of people got on. They just started and said, you know what? I'm tired of waiting. I'm tired of kissing butt. I'm t- I was at that point in my career, too. Yeah. Tired of kissing butt. Tired of doing this. Tired of calling, saying, read my script, read my script. It's like a, 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 a desperate coat that I was constantly wearing. I had to take it off. It was filthy. So Oh, I like that. You're just <laughs> you know, so full of just soundbiteable moments <laughs> in this interview. <laughs> right, you know, I just had to take it off because it, it, it wasn't doing nothing for me. You know, it was like dead weight. How can I climb up a mountain if I had dead weight on my back? Yeah. Just got to let that bag go and continue going. So that's what, you know, you know, the whole purpose and the whole mission of stepping out of my comfort zone and doing different things and learning. I'm a, I'm a student of life. I'm constantly learning more things as I continue to live. So I'm glad to be in this position that I am today. I like it. I like it. And in terms of what's coming up for you, like I know you said you've got a couple of different, um, you know, awards and and Mm -hmm. accolades that you're getting ready to come up on in L.A. and stuff. Mm -hmm. But what other events do you have coming up on the horizon um, that you want the audience to know about? So I will be in Columbus, Ohio from August 2nd to the 3rd. I'll be speaking at the National Urban League Convention on a panel regarding black renaissance when it comes down to black content, not waiting and actually creating. That's why I'm always using that phrase. <laughs> um, so I'll be speaking to them that uh, that weekend. I cannot wait. It's my first panel nationally. So, yeah, that's amazing. You know, I'm like, okay, this is going to be amazing. going to be a little nervous, but I'm going to get over it. And then um, constantly, you know, working on uh, more projects. Uh, the app, not the app, single main problems. Uh, Awarded the Lago Film Award, which is based in Brit, uh, Brit, Britain, British, the UK over there. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's great. And so it's like constantly, you know, more things are coming in, slowly coming in. So that's one thing. I'll be definitely be in Columbus, Ohio, to speak at the um, National Urban League. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. They find me out. <laughs> so it's, I can't wait. All right. And then in terms of the Brooklyn Common Space, um, so we can wrap this up a little bit mm-hmm. here. There are a lot of people in here. Not everybody knows who's in the space. Is there a certain type of people or a certain group of people that you would like to collaborate with on any projects? Or is there any type of genre of people that you're interested in working with? I definitely want to work with a lot. I definitely want to work with like young 
writers and directors. Okay. That's what I definitely want to work with. I know, I believe that you have some, you know, meetups here. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to work with them because, again, you spark them, sparks, spark that interest early on. Yep. So if you come from communities like where I come from, it will move them in the right direction. Again, representation matters and seeing what we're doing, seeing what other people are doing, you know, and just being like, I'm going to be fearless. I'm going to do it. I don't care what people have to say because yep. I'm dope. It is what <laughs> I'm it is. dope and it is what it, it is. is, what it is. <laughs> so, yep. All right. Well, listen, it's been an absolute, absolute pleasure, Bobby, talking to you today. So Thank you. where can people find you and follow you on social media? And where can they find and follow the app and the web series and everything you've got going on? Cool, cool. So Instagram at I am Bobby Ashley. Uh, Instagram at uh, the app series and single man series. I am also on Twitter at I am Bobby Ashley. Same thing at the app series on Twitter. Facebook, I am Bobby Ashley. I just want to keep it simple. Go straight to it. Consistent. Bam, bam, bam. Consistent is key. And also the same at the app series. New episodes of the app drop every Friday on Amazon Prime. Come out Ju- July 22nd. We actually have a season finale party. And I'm also going to be screening the first episode of Single Man Problems there. So no one have, haven't seen Single Man Problems yet. So if you want to see it before it hit the festivals, come out July 22nd at 333 Lounge. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, folks, like I mentioned before, all of that information will go up on the page once we get this all ready to go so if you missed any of that contact information you can check out our page here and we will have it for you guys later on i want to thank you again bobby for taking the time to be with me today thank congratulations so on all your success <laughs> it's amazing it. I, appreciate it. Um, I look forward to seeing you around the building a little more too thank you yes all right.